You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to another episode of the World's Team on Blogging the Boys Network in partnership with SB Nation. I am Meg Murray and I am joined as always with Paul Stewart. How's it going, Paul? Not too bad, not too bad. It is glorious that you're back in sunny Scotland and I actually using the word sunny as in it's actually nice and warm for once. So uh, summer is actually here. Nice. <laughs> I mean, take those sunny but... days as they come, right? <laughs> Oh, ab- absolutely. So I'll be sitting out in the back having a couple of beers later on. So yeah, I'll be enjoying it. <laughs> I love that journey for you. <laughs> it is um, nice as always here in uh, sunny Dallas, Texas. However, you know, we are in tornado season, so we're getting some, uh, some of that stuff every couple of days. Oh, I swear. <laughs> My dog is yeah, in yeah, and all, all my friends are now asking me, are you sure you really want to move to Dallas because of the tornadoes? I'm like, ah, well, take the tornadoes away. I still want to move there. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, honestly, um, they are nothing to mess with. But if you know what you're doing and how to prepare for that stuff, it's not that big of a deal. Now, you just have to yeah. uh, watch out for your dog that wants to take every door off of its hinge whenever there is a um, slight gust of wind. So, you know, anxious dog owners unite. <laughs> oh, oh dear, yeah. I can't <laughs> imagine what Arnie would be like, to be honest. <laughs> uh, well, we do have some, we've got, we, ha- we have a show for you. Let's just say that. Um, so we have Dawson Deaton yeah. from Texas Tech. Um, he is a center. He is someone the Cowboys uh, brought to um, check out the facility. They wanted to get to know him a little more. And uh, we kind of gave you a little insight into the guys. So that'll be something that um, our show ends on today. So stick around for that. Um, kind of before we get into that interview with Dawson, um, we just have a couple notes to hit. Um, first and foremost being uh, Rayfield Wright, a uh, Dallas offensive tackle legend of the game um has died all of famer yes has died at 76 yeah that's yeah it's really sad news to hear and all thoughts are with his friends and family and it's it's a big blow to cowboys nation he's a well-loved individual rayfield right so he'll be he'll be sorely missed but like if there's one thing for sure like with legendary nfl players their legacy will always go on so he will always be remembered and being in canton and being in the hall of fame so but once again condolences to the friends and family of rayfield absolutely um and for those that are a little you know newer to cowboys nation myself 
truly included in that because I, you know, wasn't around when he was playing. Um, he retired in 1980 after 182 games and 13 seasons with the Dallas Cowboys. He had six straight Pro Bowl nods, three straight first-team All-Pro honors. He entered the Ring of Honor with the Dallas Cowboys in 2004, and um, he was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2006. So legendary career. He will be remembered for, you know, being a legend of the game. He'll also be remembered with by his family for, you know, obviously um, being a good dad, grandpa, and all that good stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, just to keep the bummer fest going, um, just real quick. Today, we are, we're recording on um, a Saturday. So today the news came out um, that Dwayne Haskins died in a traffic accident um, just short of his 25th birthday. Yeah, the, and it's so tragic. Like, I literally got the notification from Brian from the UK Cowboys saying, have you guys seen the news yet? I was like, no, what's happened? It's like, Dwayne Haskins has passed away. I was like, what? And they explained it's all to do with a like you got hit by a truck or something like that, and I was just like, oh, it's, yeah. it's just it's just it's just unbelievably tragic. But even though he was not a Cowboys player or anything like that, you still it's it, it's it's within the NFL. You just something like that cannot go unnoticed. Like right, and yeah, again, thoughts with his wife, thoughts with his family, and yeah, it's yeah, it's not really necessarily a good start to the show, bringing the bummer <laughs> fest with all this bad news and stuff like that, but yeah, it's it's best to kind of get our thoughts on it as well, like, even though he's not a Cowboys player, like I said, but um, yeah, it's it's tragic, just just, just tragic to hear, because I, I, yeah, I, I don't know what more else to really say on the matter on that. Yeah, um, I'll just say, you know, that, you know, the Cowboys Nation did get familiar with him as he was drafted um, by the Washington, I forget what they were at the time, but they are currently the Washington Commanders. Um, so we did get to know him as a player, you know, uh, against the Cowboys. He is current, he was with the Steelers um, as of recent. Um, he was a standout at Ohio State. Um, I'm sure yeah. um, all of his teammates and friends and family, um, you know, we're thinking of them. It's super shocking, especially when news comes like this, when he's so young. Um, but, you know, just sending our thoughts to the family. It was a, a, a big shock to everybody today, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. And – in some, I guess, kind of shocking news, we'll, we'll steer away from um, the Bummer Fest for now. Um, but Ryan Null was signed by the Dallas Cowboys after three seasons with the Chicago Bears. What are your thoughts on that? Nah, I mean, it's again, I think it's, it's just more of a one of those position fillers, pretty much. They're just basically bring them in, in in case something happens to Zeke or happens to uh, Pollard. Um, it's not the most excitable signing at all by any means. It's still not changing my overall grade of how free agency is going. So yeah. it's still as it stands. So I'm still rating it as a D. Um, 
based on how the free agency is, but but no doubt it'll be a, probably be a salary cap friendly deal, no doubt. Like <laughs> you know, but I mean, it's it's really hard to really get excited for a player that you really don't really know, and he's not really got much of a highlight reel. Like he, he was more of a bit 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 part player, even though he's there for three years in Chicago. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's 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 one of those ones you just kind of like yeah shrug your shoulders. It's it's like I think if I was now more kind of focused more towards the draft now because we don't anyone that we do bring in free, C, uh, free agency now it's more just to kind of fill up the roster for training camp and stuff like that now I really think yeah no, I mean he's certainly a depth signing here um he did he spent three three seasons with the Chicago Bears um as an undrafted player in the um 2018 class he got played 33 games. He had six career carries for 12 yards and nine receptions for 71 yards and a touchdown. Um, this is really just, you know, to give, give our, give our two main guys a, a little break here and there. Um, so, you know, we're happy to have a little depth there. Welcome to, da- welcome to Dallas Ryan Nall. Um, that was kind of just when you thought they were done, they had to throw in something there for you. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I mean, it's not. I'm not having a go at Ryan Nall. Like everyone was like, um, like I think a lot of within Cowboys Nation were kind of criticizing the signing. So I'm not me. I'm not criticizing bringing him in. I think it's great that we're bringing in a depth player and stuff like that. But I'm more criticizing is like, it's like, oh, we actually made a free agency signing. Yeah, <laughs> like that's like more so. It's more, it's more towards the front office more than anything. So, yeah. um, it's that's where that's where my puns are going against right now. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I think we we will beat this phrase into the ground, but I mean, don't don't look to them to uh sign it, get any sexy picks for a free agency. So I think that ship has sailed. It's just not something that they're <laughs> interested in doing. So, you know. There may be time. There may be still be time before the draft. It might be, but I'm Don't not going to put my house on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but I mean, in more again, in more um, lighthearted news, I, as I mentioned, we have a really great interview with um, one Dawson Deaton, uh, center from Texas Tech, Paul. Uh, got you all the goods this week. He went out and uh, asked him to come join us. So. Yeah, and I'm working on magic and trying to talk to some other players as well, uh, up and coming. Hopefully, we can try and sort something out. But yeah, Dawson, really nice guy, and I really hope you guys enjoyed the interview because we certainly did. Yeah, no, he's a he's a super great guy. Um, we're excited for y'all to hear it. So here is our interview with Dawson Deaton. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 
360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Alrighty, today we are joined by center out of Texas Tech, Dawson Deaton, who is invited to visit the Cowboys this week. Hey, Dawson, how's it going? I'm doing good. How are y'all? We're good. Yeah, we're doing great. Uh, uh, just, just, yeah, we just, we'd just like to say thank you for joining us. And yeah, uh, just like to get to know you a bit more. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, thank you for joining. Yes, sir. Thank y'all for having me. All righty, Dawson, I see that you're from Frisco. So I have to ask, like, kind of out the gate, did you grow up a Dallas Cowboys fan? Uh, yeah, I did. So I actually went to a lot of games down in Arlington. And, uh, yeah, with them having their uh, practice facility right here in Frisco, like five minutes from my house. I mean, yeah, it's just a lot of Cowboys down here. And so, yeah, I'd say, uh, yeah. Cowboys oh, that, that just brings a big smile to my face, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, honestly, it's a, when you mentioned that you're living in Frisco, so you went to, uh, so I'm just going to kind of go over the overview for our listeners here. So you're over six foot six, over 300 pounds. I think it's like roughly 305, 310, roughly. Is that what your weight is right now? Yeah, I was 308 Thursday on my pro oh. day. So, yeah, you're, you're in the right range. Right. You got right. it. And, uh, <laughs> so, and you, uh, you went to Frisco High School. Then you went to um, University of Texas Tech. Uh, and you actually – and this, this is what I was actually quite interested in. You had really good offers from different schools, from Boise State, California, Colorado, Mississippi State, and many more. Um, and you went uh, – and within your college career with the Red Raiders, you played four years there. And and this is a thing, this is just a remarkable. You've had over two thousand way over 2,600 snap, offensive snaps, which I think is fantastic. Like just shows you're very durable as an offensive lineman. Like, and and that's one thing that it's so hard to find nowadays, being an offensive lineman is durability is like how to keep going and going and going and it's you're basically there as a battering ram or whatever you know so um yeah so so tell tell us tell us more like a uh, when you're from uh, like what it's like being in texas tech and all that type of stuff as well yeah so uh yeah i grew up in frisco texas my whole life uh so yeah i uh, went to Frisco High, like you said. Uh, so Tech was actually my first offer in high school. Uh, it was back when Coach Kingsbury was there. So uh, built a really good relationship with him and his staff and liked it a lot. And uh, uh, a lot of my family went to Texas Tech too. So uh, both my mom and dad graduated from there and like uh, like 10 other people. I, I think whenever I went there, I was like the 13th in the family. So uh, it, it meant a lot to me uh, to play there kind of grew up going to games in Lubbock, uh, going to games uh, actually like down here. They, they used to play Baylor at Cowboys Stadium. So I grew up going to those games too. And yeah, just uh, going to Texas Tech and playing there, loved it out there. It was awesome. And just uh, representing my family, being a Red Raider and uh, having a great career out there, getting my degree and 
yeah, I enjoyed it out in Lubbock for sure. Yeah, so what, what was it where you were studying at Texas Tech? Uh, I got my degree in uh, business marketing. Oh, nice. Awesome, man. Like, uh, yeah, like so for the likes of myself, like, and I, outside of doing this, I do like software development and marketing as well. So it's like, I'm kind of fit. And it's a great stepping stone, like, like to have outside of football as well. So that's awesome, man. So, um, so tell me a bit more about yourself as a football player. Like, did you uh, always play the offensive line? Was there any other positions you wanted to play when you were younger that as well? Yeah. So I, I kind of always grew up playing tight end. Uh, I was always kind of a little smaller. I played tight end in basketball. So, uh, yeah, I actually played tight end to like my sophomore year in high school. And then uh, after my soft, my football season, my sophomore year, I kind of like sat down. I was like, okay, like if I want to continue playing one. I probably got to choose one, like uh, that type of thing. And uh, my older brother, actually, he's two years older than me. So he played uh, football at West Point. Uh, so I grew up watching him and he was an O-lineman. And um, so, yeah, I'd like after my sophomore year, I was kind of like, okay, I want to play O-line. I want to go to college. I'm want to get it paid for all that stuff. So <laughs> I ended up putting on like, like 50 or 60 pounds before my junior season. And yeah, since my junior season of high school, uh, started playing O-line and yeah, played it since. So yeah. What do so, you have to do to put on 50 or 60 pounds? I have to know. What was the diet plan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the main thing was, it was a lot of Chipotle. Oh, so, nice. Uh, <laughs> What's the order? So yeah, I had a, uh, I'm I'm actually quite jealous that like we don't get that here back in Scotland. And every time I do try and come over to Texas, I always try and go and get me some Chipotle. I I I, I, I love it. So <laughs> uh, yeah, Chipotle is the best. But yeah, in that time, uh, I'd go. So I'd go with my older brother, and then uh, I also have my teammate. He played at high school with me, and then played at Tech with me. Uh, he's on the Eagles now. His name's Jack. Uh, so us three, we we would all go together to Chipotle and. Uh, we'd get two burritos and uh, that, that's what we'd go with. And I was just trying to eat everything I could then and put on as much weight as possible. And yeah, I ended up putting on like 50 or 60 pounds and uh, moving to center. That's the rest is kind of history. So that's awesome. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> oh man. So, so as a center, uh, I, I do need to know Like, so if the, after watching your your game film, so I've watched some of your game film from the Texas game, the Oklahoma State game, and the Houston game from last year. Like, obviously, not one of the games are probably the best results, but from looking from the offensive line point of perspective, I saw a lot of football IQ reads on your part, and I thought it was very impressive, like reading the line, helping your guards to set up their your blocking scheme for if it's going to be the left to the right based on how their defense was aligned. So um, tell me a bit more of your like traits as a center and what do you really take pride in? Like, um, like, I, like as I said, sorry, I'm kind of like jumbling my words here, sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, just tell us what do you really take pride in as, as a, an offensive lineman? pretty much yeah uh i mean i think you hit it just as a center just uh i think one of the main things is football iq and um being able to make all the calls being able to understand defenses and what they're doing because uh out at texas tech uh, i was responsible for everything in the run game so i'd get everyone on the same page with that and uh, i also had like all the freedom and pass pro so i could uh slide it the protection whichever way i wanted based off of 
what I was seeing from safeties, blitz looks, that type of stuff. So um, that, that was a big responsibility of mine playing center. And uh, it's something I took a lot of pride in week by week, just getting in the film room, understanding the defense uh, so I can put my offense in the best situation possible to uh, me and the O-line to block what we need to block. But uh, I would say that's a huge thing playing center for sure. And and this is probably just add to your and this is the word like if there's one thing from the East West Shrine Bowl is like everyone's talking about your diversity. It's like they were trying to put you in different positions, which I thought this is just going to help you out as a player. Like because who knows you might get drafted as a center, but you might get pushed to, pushed to a different position. But if there's one thing I really stood out for me from watching your game, I was like you were actually pulling as a center and going upfield, and I thought. That's, this is different, and I like it. Like seeing you, like immediately snap the ball, pulling pulling away, and going upfield, and just taking out linebackers. I loved it, absolutely loved it. So, um, so, and it's it's not very common you do see that because normally you do like from an offensive scheme, you always tend to see the ta- tackles and guards doing it, but you hardly do see centers doing it. So, um, and that just comes to show you've got a lot of athletic ability as well. So, um, so that's really great to see and yeah that's awesome man <laughs> yes sir i appreciate that yeah it's uh that, like kind of what you're saying like what are the strengths of my game like the strong suits like first off i'd say football iq but i mean yeah you hit it again second i'd say athleticism uh getting out in space we ran a lot of different screens at tech where i'd get out and be the first guy out there to block for receivers running backs uh all that kind of stuff just using my athleticism uh, and getting out in space for sure is another strong suit of my game. Uh, so, so, Mary, do you want to ask the next question? Oh, of course. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I think this leads perfectly into, you know, um, obviously Paul is very high on you as a center and I, I'm obsessed with this. Um, but, I, you know, someone that the Cowboys are really high on right now happens to be Terrence Steele, who is someone that you may be pretty familiar with. Um, how does he, you know, affected how you play the game. Do you have a good relationship with him? Can you tell us a little more about the two of you? Yeah. So uh, when I first met Terrence was when I was going into tech, Uh, he was in his probably junior year when I got there. So uh, yeah, he was always a guy I looked up to ever since I got there. I mean, he was one of the better alignment. He's a guy who always got after it in the weight room, Uh, always did what he was supposed to always on time, that sort of stuff. So kind of when I got to tech, started looking up to him, kind of doing what he was doing. And uh, yeah, now, I mean, it's awesome to watch him with the Cowboys. He's been playing really well, getting in there uh, and yeah, put himself in a really good position. And so, uh, yeah, he lives down here in Frisco. So I'll hang out with him every now and then. I see him around. And, That's awesome. Yeah, I've just always uh, really admired the way he worked and uh, always working when people aren't watching, always putting in, a hundred percent effort and I think that's really started to show and uh, how he's been playing in the NFL so yeah yeah, he's a guy I really liked uh looking up to and I I enjoy watching him now on Sundays yeah if there's one thing for what me and Meg have always kind of looked at is like if there's one player that's drastically improved within the offensive line for Dallas was Terrence Steele like his transformation from 2020 to to, to last season is is growing leaps and bounds and a lot of that is just down to him is the dedication going from the off season and I think like going to uh going to uh, what's his name again the trainer is a Drake Duke uh, Merritt, Merritt 
he had yeah. to marry whoever. Yeah, so he's been training with him, learning this craft, getting better, getting stronger. So, and that kind of that's kind of going to lead to my next question. So, what is your uh, off season program being like? Like, how many times you training a day, like all that type of stuff? So, it'd be really be interesting to know what what your day to day bit is going like. You know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, after the football season, I came down here. Uh, to start training. It's at a gym out here called MJP, uh, Michael Johnson performance. So uh, it's in McKinney. So it's like 20 minutes from Frisco. So it was perfect for me getting to be back here around my family, uh, all my friends, all that kind of stuff. And also being with the really good training facilities. So in uh, the bulk of our training was really before the combine, just like all our combine prep and stuff. So I'll kind of take you through a day of that. Uh, so yeah, we we get up there at like 6:45. The O line group would so we like start warming up, start our workout around seven in the morning. We do a bunch of speed stuff like uh, different sleds, different techniques, everything to make sure we're good on our 40 and all that stuff for the combine. Uh, then after that, we'd like have a massage and we'd have treatment and stuff. So we'd be there probably from like 6:30 in the morning to like 11, and then uh, we'd go home and uh they, they gave us meals there so we'd eat maybe take a little nap if there was time and then uh we had our lift at 2 p.m so we go back up there and uh lift from like two to four and then uh yeah and then after that it'd be a day and uh for me personally it was really nice being close to home so I could always go like go get dinner with my mom and dad or uh hang out with some of my buddies from high school something like that so yeah uh, yeah, yeah it was really nice. It was good schedule and uh, got a lot of work in for sure. And it really kind of helps as well. I mean, you've got your support group there right close beside you as well. So you're not going to feel about, um, what's the, what's, what's the word? Like you don't feel isolated away right. from home. Like, so I, I think that's really a good uh, key development as well for like, especially for when it comes to mental health, when you're preparing for something so big coming up to become like an NFL player. So, yeah, so that's awesome, man. So, so how many times a day is that? Is that like five days a week? Do you have any off days or anything like that? Uh, yeah, so we do that schedule uh, five times a week with the morning and afternoon. Saturdays, we go in there, have like a three-hour workout, rest of the day off, Sunday off, and then right back at it Monday. So, and so, and what do you do in your free time as well? I hear that that you're a little bit of a, a golf um, fanatic with your dad or something like that. <laughs> yeah i actually just got done playing golf with my dad about an hour ago so uh I, li- I like to do that in my free time you know it's pretty relaxing to get out there and when it's a nice day to, like today like 80 degrees get out in the sun a little bit so uh I, I enjoy doing that uh playing some video games with my friends always like doing that uh and hanging out with my daughter's a big one too so whenever i'm back home uh here that was another Another big part of me training here is uh, she's in Fort Worth, so she's really close. And uh, just on the weekends, always getting to have her uh, was awesome. Getting to spend a lot of time with her. So uh, I really enjoyed that part of working out down here as well. That's awesome, man. So just to kind of go into the the more of the process now, um, obviously with the draft now coming up and you had the... uh, a really impressive display at the East West Shrine Bowl. How was that for you? Because you really did 
raise a lot of uh, a awareness within a lot of teams there. And also uh, then you got invited to the NFL Combine. So tell us what the process was like and how you felt you did at the Combine and the, uh, the Shrine Bowl. Yeah. Uh, yeah, going to Vegas, I mean, I knew that was a huge opportunity for me uh, getting in there and, uh, in February and just uh, going against other guys who have the same goals as me. I mean, it came down to that. The D linemen, they want to be NFL players too. And it's all of us kind of going at it, trying to prove ourselves and um, separate ourselves from the rest of the pack. So uh, I went out there and a big part of uh, separating myself was we talked about it a little earlier was uh, being able to show I could play both guards because uh, in college, uh, my last three years, I mean, my first year I played some guard and tackle kind of as a spot starter, got a couple starts there. But then after that, uh, my sophomore, junior, senior year, I just played center. So um, just being able to show I can be versatile and play both guards because it wasn't something I'd put on tape was huge. And uh, I think I did a really good job of that at the Shrine game and uh, also playing center and just uh, getting in there, learning a whole new offense in one week and uh, being responsible to make calls, do all that stuff. Uh, just being able to do that in an environment like that in Vegas, where it's like all these scouts around talking to you, watching you in practice, all that stuff. And yeah, so I think I had a good week out in Vegas and, uh, doing all that different stuff as far as uh, center and both guards and uh, doing a good job in the interview process with teams as well. So I think it was a success for sure. Oh, that, that that kind of leads into now his second question here is regards to the interviewing process did you get any weird questions at all from any of the other like any teams at all like just to kind of like throw you off to see what you're like as a person type of thing yeah there were a couple that were just like you could ask and you're like okay i don't know the answer to that at all but uh i, I would say the main one uh i had a meeting with the team and like one of the first questions they asked me is what my spirit animal is. And uh, it's just something I'd never really thought about. Like, I don't know. So I kind of sat there for a little bit. I was like, uh, but yeah, I, I'd say that was one that kind of uh, caught me off guard a little bit. Oh, I don't have to ask now, what is your spirit animal? <laughs> you know, I, I was just kind of caught and I ended up going with lion, just like king of the jungle type of thing. But yeah, you know, that, that's all I could really think of. So well, well, I will say this, Dawson. If you do end up in Dallas, you will need to speak to Micah Parsons regards to that mantra of the lion. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, so now let's let's talk about the NFL Combine. You got invited. You're up against all the other offensive linemen all across the country. What was the process with that? Uh, was it very regimented, like? Did you have like a good allocation to, to display what you had to show off in terms of the 40, the bench, et cetera? And do you feel that you really represented yourself the best of your capabilities? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just think going to the combine, uh, it was just what it came down to was trusting my training, just uh, everything I had been doing for the eight weeks before at MJP uh, with all the technique they were teaching us, all the, uh, different things we need to do for the 40, 5, 10, 5, bench, all that stuff. Just uh, just trusting my training and always uh, going back to the coaching points they're giving us. And, uh, yeah, once I got out to Indy, uh, a couple of our trainers actually came with us too. So they're, like, working us out in the days leading up to it. And 
uh, making sure our bodies were good, like massages, rehab, all that stuff. And then, yeah, uh, all, all those days leading up to it, just a lot of meetings with teams, a lot of medical stuff, all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, when it came down to the last day, uh, just, yeah, it came down to getting out there and uh, proving yourself, just same, same kind of idea as the Shrine game, just getting out there and with a bunch of other guys trying to separate yourself. So, and uh, I do think I had a good day. I was really happy with my combine numbers and think I did a really good job out there. And uh, yeah, I feel like I did a good job with the interviews as well and uh, put myself in a good position. I mean, absolutely. Cause uh, I would imagine it's not just the Cowboys. It's, it's been interesting one to have an interview with you. I would imagine. So, um, and that kind of leads into a, what I'm trying to, what I'd want to be the next segment is like, if, if you were to be drafted with the, the, the Cowboys, just for for example, what would you say what you would be bringing to the table for Dallas? Like, what, you know? Like, yeah, how would you fit uh, into think, the O-line there? Think, Sorry, just to throw that as well. Like, how would you work alongside with, you know, Terrence Steele and uh, how would you fit in yeah. with that, those guys that are already there? Yeah, I think I'd fit in good. Uh, I mean, just knowing Terrence, just knowing him for a while. And uh, I mean, yeah, he, he's told me about the O-line room, kind of guys he hangs out with, talks to all that stuff. I mean, it seems like a really cool room and seems like they all like each other a lot and stuff. So, I mean, you know, I, I think that'd be a really cool spot to play and end up in. And I think I'd fit in well. And uh, yeah, I think it'd just be really cool to just be, I mean, hometown kid, come back and uh, I mean, their practice facility is literally five minutes down the road from where I'm from. So it's just, it'd be really cool and it'd be a really cool experience for sure. And a lot of, uh, a lot of Cowboys fans in the family as well. So they'd be happy as well. That's awesome. Yeah. As a Plano kid, I definitely get the hometown thing. So, you know, we'd love to oh, see. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so with the, we've got a couple of more questions as well. So just with, been with the draft with pretty much weeks away um how has the actual draft process been in general um so far like it's that have you made any other relationships and fr- uh, friendships through that process with other players from different teams are you communicating with them that way etc like all that type of thing yeah uh I think for sure uh, the pre-draft program at MJP, uh, there was six of us O-linemen together and uh, just being around each other probably, it's probably ended up being like eight hours a day we were training. So uh, yeah, just being around them all the time and getting to know them really well, I built some really good relationships uh, with those guys. And uh, we, we still talk all the time, even though kind of separated now, but uh, yeah, it was really cool getting to meet all them. Uh, making a lot of friends out in Vegas at the Shrine game too, just uh, being around those guys. And also at the combine, I mean, there's just like a lot of people, I mean, whether you're playing against them or you're watching their film, playing other guys, like in preparation, just like knowing of a lot of people and kind of getting to put a face to a name and getting to meet them and uh, get to know a little bit about them is cool. But I'd for sure say the best relationships uh, are with those guys I was with at MJP. Awesome love to see that um you know 
just thinking of the draft process and all that stuff, you know, how, how excited are you going into draft night and like, kind of what are your expectations? Like, what are you going to do? Do you have like a setup ready? You, did you call and have a party? Are we going to get to see you on the screen? Like, what's the deal? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so me and my family have kind of been talking about it the last couple of weeks. So I think it's just going to be a sort of deal. I'm going to be watching it with my immediate family, like mom, dad, brother, sister, just kind of us around the TV waiting for the call. And then afterwards, just uh, having a bunch of people over, like a bunch of my family, a bunch of my friends, just kind of celebrating afterwards. So uh, that, that's kind of the plan right now. There's not a ton of details with it, but no, I'm Maybe super excited. For it probably. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a really good idea i might have to talk to my mom about that for sure but <laughs> already work up that deal we can get you one of those <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I need a chipotle nil deal or whatever <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just to, just that we can have follow up with that then how would you react if you see a, a, a dallas area code ring appear on your phone how crazy would you feel when that shows up knowing it's Jerry on the line? Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. You know, I mean, just with the same thing, being a hometown kid, just knowing guys on the team with Terrence and TJ and uh, just growing up around here, just Texas football in general, just being from Dallas, just, I mean, I, I think that'd be surreal. And I think uh, a lot of my friends, a lot of my family, they'd all be really excited too, being fans and, I mean, I, I think that'd be awesome. So I'm hoping for it for sure. Well, well, um, just I'll give you one last question because this is coming up this week. Um, what was it like for you to get an invitation to the star to, you know, go check it out? You know, obviously they're giving you a good look. What does that feel like? Yeah, it, it's really exciting. Uh, I'm excited to get to go check it out, meet, meet a bunch of the coaches and meet a bunch of guys in the building. I'm really excited to do that. So, uh, yeah, my visit's next Thursday. So I'm really excited to get out there and uh, get to see all the facilities, all the coaches, all that kind of stuff. It should be a lot of fun. Well, honestly, Dawson, we are really excited for you. And and me and Mater are really happy for you that like, a kid from Dallas is being invited to Dallas. Now, it, it's, it, we just we, – we, well, obviously, I'm not from Dallas myself, but – I, I just love to see homegrown home guys playing for their home team. Uh, I, I just find that like, you, you can't take that away from a player. It, it just brings you, it brings out the best that people, I think, as well. So, but honestly, Dawson, thank you so much for spending the time with us and, and we wish you the absolute best for the upcoming draft. Yes, sir. Thank you all. I appreciate yeah. you having me on. Dawson, tell the people where they can um, find you on Twitter, Instagram, wherever, and watch um, kind of your process going through the draft and, you know, what comes after. Yeah. Uh, Instagram at Dawson Deaton, all one word. Twitter at Dawson underscore and then Deaton. So pretty easy. I post <laughs> stuff every now and then just kind of with my training, like that kind of stuff. So, yeah, get, give me a follow for sure. Yeah, I know everyone's going to want to see um, more from you, hometown kid, and we'll be rooting for you no matter what. But, you know, it would be cool to see you with the star on your helmet. We'll, uh, we'll talk soon. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you all. Thanks, Ben. Thanks. All the best, man. Yeah, bye.
first thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on? Oh, mom? No. <laughs> no. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder. But you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.